0: Hey everybody and welcome back to Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric and I'll be your host for this evening where we will be reviewing Studio 666 or what you do when you're rich and have too much time on your hands, John. We're going to be reviewing that up here in just a minute. But first off, joining me back to the show after a long hiatus, Zombie Girl, West Coast resident, please welcome Matilda to the show. There. Tilda, was it Candyman the last episode you were on? Uh, no, it was. Um, oh, that was Rachel's. The it?
1: one I have come to think of as Underwater Midsummer.
0: Which one is that? Uh, <laughs> oh, the
2: Something House, right?
0: The Deep. House. Yes. 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 Oh, deep for forgot right. Underwater <laughs> I Midsummer. I didn't
2: even see that movie.
0: Boom. I like that.
3: That's a good,
4: that's good Boy, description.
0: Okay. Next up on <laughs> the show from Memphis, Tennessee, please welcome Elizabeth to the show. Hey, y'all from indiana your boy casey hello and last up from manhattan new york city that's where the ghostbusters are from how cool this guy is please welcome mr john Schnars to the show
5: we are not afraid of any ghosts
0: (laughs) we
3: are ready to believe you
5: uh
0: john we have been on for like 10 minutes here and you haven't even told me how good the gray looks in my beard Oh. Is that, is I'm that, like, I think I'm looking pretty distinguished these that days. That what you were, were you were angling for? Did you put that in there? <laughs> I had no
2: idea how that sentence was gonna. <laughs> that was not where uh-huh. I was expecting. It.
3: That's some quality stripe work you get going there. Anyway. I, yeah, it is, actually, I'll give you kudos It's like for a that. little
0: like devil double, devil tongue kind of situation. It's like you know? your
2: it's like your Chen was president for two terms. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude,
0: that's what the last three years feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Very. I don't put- very good. But like, was
5: it not like that last week? I, I don't remember. No, now. I'm just
0: thinking about it this week, and you're supposed to read my mind and then tell me nice things oh. about myself. But, oh, and that doesn't seem like too much to ask. It's opinion. something. It's something there.
3: You guys
5: are
0: Thanks. at that
3: age where finding stuff like gray hair where it didn't used to be is a big event.
0: <laughs> I not, you, I I'm not. <laughs> I'm not upset about it. I'm pretty into it. I could. I could go for the stately. Uh, stately vibe. My kids love like pointing it out. It's like their favorite thing. <laughs> my uh, three-year-old once asked me if all the hair fell off my head she didn't ask me she actually told me that all the hair fell off my head and landed on my legs which i thought was the most brilliant <laughs> thing i'd ever heard
4: it's
0: <laughs> like yeah yes you nailed it
5: yeah are your Science. legs that hairy or are they just yeah, like normal
0: yeah
4: hairy?
0: <laughs> i think they're probably hairier than yours given your nordic background <laughs>
4: that's fair my people uh, are,
0: are irish and french canadian you know i don't know
4: I don't know. <laughs> my I haven't shaved my legs off. in like a long. Hello. <laughs> oh, oh. Very nice. Well, speaking right of
2: like blonde and fine hair, like I don't have yeah. to, but like even for a person who's like don't really have to it's Maybe been. You guys
0: share some ancestors. <laughs> all right everybody, we're here. This was kind of Casey's pick. Wanted to check this out. It's been on the docket for a hot minute here. Um let's do it. Let's take a quick break and review Studio 666. This is it, Jennifer.
4: Your big break in TV of the front time. Main feature.
0: (laughs) John, I like your crisp, clean white t-shirt tonight.
5: It's white. It's not yeah. new. See, that's what uh, it's it looks. Certainly not that's, crisp because I've been wearing it all day. That's what
0: it looks like to compliment your friends and make them feel good <laughs> about themselves. Thanks. Just what I needed. I would, <laughs> thought I would <laughs> I practice needed a shirt compliment thought I, thought I would practice what I preach a little bit. You know. Yeah. John Schnars. Mm. Please bring us the word of the day. This is it,
4: Senator.
0: It's not that one. It's this one. <laughs> I think that's two weeks in a row you missed the... No, it's like three. They're right oh, next man.
5: to each yeah. other. Everybody chill. Whew. Yeah, you got your glasses checked after the gray beard situation, maybe. I don't know. Uh, today's word, Eric. Thrash. Ooh. I like it. T-H-R-A-S-H. Thrash. Uh, the verb... A lot of meanings. I'm going to s- synopsize here. Beat a person or animal repeatedly and violently with a stick or whip.
0: Oh, boy. That's,
5: yeah, yeah. Thrash. That's number one. That's the, the first definition. Um, move in a violent and convulsive way. I like that one. Um, move with brute determination or violent movements. But more importantly for our purposes is the noun thrash. A violent or noisy movement typically involving hitting something repeatedly. No, not that. A short, loud fast piece or passage
0: of rock music mm-hmm. is a thrash. Ooh. Love it. That's like an actual definition. I was so much That's surprised. great, John. Yeah, well, no, no, I great. don't really know what it means because this is not my lane, but there is thrash metal like it's a specific category of metal. Yes. I see. Yeah, I see looks of confirmation. There
1: There is one of those musicians in a cameo in this movie. Oh, See,
0: you (laughs) should be you should be telling us all this stuff. I can't wait till you tell us which person.
5: (laughs) (laughs) um, Did anyone else notice the English Thresh? Did anyone else where that came
0: from? Did anyone else notice John Carpenter looking like he had one foot through Death's door in this movie?
5: Was that him? It was him in the car. Like he, he was like one of the engineers.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey man, I'm kind of into like old man, John Carpenter. Just being, I mean, I
5: don't know that I'd seen his full body.
0: Cause right. usually it's like, it's like a, yeah. you know, good for him.
5: Well, he did. You, did you see he did the, uh, the, uh, not the soundtrack. He did like the intro song, the, oh,
0: um, okay, cool. the theme song. Yeah. He it. was credited him and his son. I did like and somebody else. I did like a good deal of the music in it. Mm-hmm. Love it. John, there uh, you, you know, it strikes me, John, that like a young person, one of those people, I don't interact. would be like who the hell are the foo
5: fighters yes
0: i don't interact with a lot of them but i <laughs> sense that they're out there and uh i feel like yeah they may i mean just to back it up they may have no idea who dave girl or the foo fighters are or then another step like that he was in nirvana because a young person i think would be more likely to be like oh yeah nirvana that's a thing yeah
4: I I mean,
3: well i mean here's a point of reference for you guys <clears throat> it was a bit part of the major christmas presents to get for my 21-year-old daughter, Delaney, to get Foo Fighters tickets for later this year, which, sadly, is not going to work out. That's
0: fair. But she's also into... She has you as her dad. She has, she's that's older, fair right. too. She's yeah. into some like older music, like different kinds of music, maybe, then.
3: She has exposure. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's just yeah. interesting, I mean, John. I don't know. Tell me about uh, uh, Studio 666.
5: Well, so, I mean, Casey might be better positioned. I, I, let me give you... So, BJ McDonald is the director... I thought for a second this was his directorial debut. It's not because his only other feature credit, he's done a bunch of stuff, including a lot of music videos in the metal space. He's done a bunch of stuff with Slayer, it looks like. He directed Hatchet 3,
2: the
5: third Hatchet Okay. Do
2: I remember that one being one of the better? Int-
5: I don't know. I mm, no, uh, after one, I felt like they were all. I think they're all trash. Yeah, they're all, which
2: ones have Daniel Harris?
0: They're all pretty much um, trash. After Daniel one. Harris
5: is in three.
2: That's why I like it. <laughs>
5: there you go. Um So yeah, B.J. McDonald is the director. Uh, everyone involved in this movie, otherwise, is is a food fighter. Um, <laughs> hold on, I should see. I I think there might be another credit. Do
0: we have like a just so, like a Chumbawamba situation? Is this like a like a collective? Are there more yeah. Foo Fighters than we know?
5: I don't. No. That's a que- question for Casey. I think they were all here yeah, and yes,
3: they were all there. Rami is a recent addition. He's the okay, keyboard which one's player. He, he okay. is the, the one, one the with the glasses.
0: He's the horny yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: He looked newer to me. Like, I don't remember yeah, seeing
3: him. He's newer.
2: <laughs> that's I why they were making the
3: jokes about like yeah. early on when Makes Dave sense. said the music's all here, here and here and went through the band and pointed to each of them. And then when they got to Rami, he's like, yeah, that's that dude is like, you <laughs>
0: could, you could show me a headshot of that guy with just like this. And I'd be like, Oh, he's a musician in LA. Cause he has terrible hair, <laughs> but like past he a certain age for sure. One
5: of the crew. Um, yeah. Uh, Casey, that's a perfect example of a joke that landed for 10 people. That's all <laughs> this movie, I would
2: guess. <laughs> so, but who is this movie for? We'll yeah, discuss.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll come back to it. Um, Yeah, this is sorry. So it was based on a story by Dave Grohl. He gets a based on a story by credit. I saw that, yeah. And then Jeff Bueller and Rebecca Hughes wrote the screenplay. The premise is that the Foo Fighters need to make another album because their manager, Jeff Garland, or I, I
0: he's. They called him their manager.
5: Him something else. Yeah. But he worked for the label, so that's not typically. Also, how I assume that this would, was shot after
0: I assume this was shot after Jeff Garland was canceled. Yes. No, <laughs> it was, before no, it was shot before. That's <laughs> what I mean. Before. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: I mean, do would they have cared one
5: way or the other? I mean, mean he,
0: he got was, he got fired from the Goldbergs.
3: Yeah, but more for being an asshole and kinda creepy instead of full on creepy. Yeah. I yeah, mean, but
0: still he but got fired, so it mean, rose to diva. it rose to a certain level.
3: I'm just saying sure that what we can come back. We, we can come yeah. back
5: to Jeff Garland. If you, if you really feel strongly about getting, you uh, know, but I don't. <laughs> um, so they need to cut an album. They're like creatively stumped or, or I don't, I don't even know. Like they're, they it's unclear how much they give an F about making the album, but he basically says like, Hey, look, I'm going to book you the studio and go work on this album. But where he really sends them is to this house where we have actually seen in an opening credit sequence, there was another sort of like murder kill spree that involved musicians of some kind. And so then the rest of the film is them making the song after Dave Grohl has interacted with some type of demon book a, craziness.
3: A very, a very specific song.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, yeah. and But he has to finish the song and then that's – the, the, once the band finishes the song, that will – sort of like unlock the demon powers. That's sort of the setup that probably only gets you through the first, like two acts. There's a third act of this movie that is just, you know, the word you're looking for is
2: unnecessary. It's,
5: <laughs> it's <laughs> unhinged, I would say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, otherwise it, this is a vehicle for the Foo Fighters as Eric kind of hinted at to do whatever they want, have for something the
0: most part. to do. <laughs> fill their
4: days well
5: i mean presumably they could like maybe they maybe oh maybe this was it and casey i'm curious if you've read about the like making of when they couldn't tour did they just say to themselves like yeah fucking let's go make a movie was that basically where this came again from? much like i, I uh, honestly
3: don't know but it wouldn't surprise me
0: either again much that's
5: actually like the most logical explanation much here, like
0: but, much like x it does and no x spoilers because spoilers others if it hasn't seen it but it does very much feel like a bunch of people were like, how little number of people can we get in an isolated building to shoot a movie? Like, so we don't have to worry
5: about yeah. that shit. <laughs> well, and look, there was a huge thing during the pandemic where musicians were like looking right, for things to do. Yeah. And when you're yeah. as famous as they are, you're not going to like, st- I mean, I guess That's... they could have started a podcast, but like they had to do something that was like bigger or weirder than, no, like, you know,
0: what? it's an actually interesting aspect of this movie. And then I feel like there's a, weird truth they're showing you about what it looks like to be maybe any level musician but like definitely this rich level where like they're recording an album but mostly they're just hanging out grilling and getting drunk and like i kind of yeah. feel like that was just ripped from the headlines so to speak as
2: somebody who grew up in studios um that is a fair assessment right. of how <laughs> yeah. tired and then
0: and then eventually like hey should we like do should we do music five know. minutes
2: of work yeah 40 days of partying.
0: <laughs> all right um matilda welcome back to the show Thank you. Thank you for it's joining nice us this all. evening. Could you give me brief Foo Fighters thoughts <laughs> and tell me what you uh, thought about this movie? Sorry, I missed
1: the first break. brief Foo Fighters. Tell me what.
0: Give me a give me a hot take on the Foo Fighters, and then tell me what you thought of this movie.
1: <laughs> so I have no hot take on the Foo Fighters because I'm a, I think I'm a little old to have a hot take on the Foo Fighters. Um, but you know, my knowledge of date girl is mostly pre fighters. It's like Nirvana. And then now where it feels like in the last two years, my, it feels like five to ten percent of American media being produced is by and for Dave Grohl. <laughs> um, like, like there's a <laughs> memoir, and he's a talking head everywhere. And
0: I see him on every tic-
1: documentary.
0: I see him on TikTok a lot, but I realize it's like algorithm based. My TikTok is convinced mm. I love Dave Grohl, and like <laughs> they have had me convinced before I watched this movie.
1: Well, don't rant about Dave Grohl around your phone or your algorithm will also be convinced you want to see more things (laughs)
4: Um,
1: (laughs) um so this movie um you know i feel like i went in trying to put that bias aside a little bit for myself and just like settle in and have a good time and i feel like there was some great kill stuff at the end there was some creative kills there was some good practical effects but the majority of the movie I felt like um, you know, with campy B movie send-ups, you can kind of go one of two ways. It can be like fun and enjoyable as a throwback, or it can be kind of regressively bro-y. And I feel like this did not fall on the right side of that for me. Like things were not landing. There was uh, about an hour in, I was like, "Are we gonna get past the like grandma fucking jokes?" <laughs>
0: right. <at some>
5: point <laughs> yeah. to, like, that was the that might have been the worst. Actually, <laughs> the grandma thing was yeah, so bad.
0: Because I I do think to you I think you're dead pretty dead on. But I I do think it's possible to make like bro love comedies, and absolutely. But well, it yeah, takes yeah. it takes really thinking about a new way to do it. Like you gotta yeah
3: yeah.
1: I feel like there's
3: has <laughs> been. And I feel new,
0: like we're. Oh, sorry.
3: I'm sorry to cut you off, Matilda. I was going to say it involves this new concept called editing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, well, and there's but, some ways that like enjoy like being a little bit critical of traditional masculinity, which this one.
4: Right. I mean, I don't know. Yes, this could I have been
1: made in 1987.
0: That's a great way to put it. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, Casey. What, what you got?
3: All right. <laughs> okay. I'm a big Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl fan. I'll say it up front. I don't belong to like any online communities or anything, so I'm not like rabid about it. But I am a big fan of the dude and the Foo Fighters. I've seen them like three times live. was going to be four times this year, sadly, but understandably, tour has been canceled. It's been a hard time for a Foo Fighters fan as of late. Uh, that said, I got more out of this movie, I think, than others. But I understand that's because I that's more my world than other people, too. So I, that's not a problem. I mean, that they're kind of speaking to me as far as we've had a lot of conversations on who this movie is for, and maybe it was just made for me. <laughs> it sounds like it the audience be. of one, exactly. <laughs> Got it, nailed it. <laughs> no, I enjoyed this movie, it is corny as hell. The dialogue is not anything spectacular. The gore is better than way better. than I thought it was going to be, and I thought it was fun and the story was passable. It's nothing new as far as rock and roll movies go or anything like that. So I enjoyed it. I realized there's problems there. There's a lot of problems like when Matilda, like you're saying with the dick jokes and the grandma jokes and stuff like that. I think my biggest problem with those is there was a lot of those But they lingered on them all way too long. They just felt weird and got awkward, especially that grandma joke. They just kept
1: showing
3: facial reactions. It just felt
1: like they "They were going like, right, right, right.
3: Wink, 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 (laughs) wink. So there's a lot of problems. And there's a lot of that in this movie that they linger too long on all these gags. So I've said it a lot of times. I'm going to keep saying it. this movie needed a better editor. And it could have been a little bit better of a delivery story wise if they edit out, out some of these jokes dick jokes are, are problematic of course but they have their place and they have to be short and choppy and kind of like a seasoning right on top of the overall comedy and you just to get a laugh and yeah. they li- they rely on them too hard here I, and so that uh, makes it feel a little listen, bit sophomore.
0: dicks can be funny but it's, yeah. it's 2022. Oh, yeah. You got to really sit and think about how you're going to present Just that material. That's all I'm matters. You got to
1: stick the landing. I, <laughs> exactly. I like it. Yes, exactly. That exactly.
0: A lot. I'm not above it's, it is what I'm saying.
3: At the same time though. And we've had a lot of this talk, talk, even as a big fan of the, of the band, a big fan of horror. I don't really know who this movie's made for. Yeah. Other than Dave girls seems to like, think I've got this idea for a death metal band. It's not the Foo fighters sound, but We've done concept stuff before. So what if we tack on a movie and that makes it even more acceptable? Mm-hmm. And nobody's, Dave Grohl pretty much has an idea and he prints money these days and nobody's going to tell him no. So here we
2: are.
0: Yeah. I mean, hell, man. If you got the money, people exactly. want to do what you want. <laughs> Elizabeth.
2: Um yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what has been said. I also want to first and foremost appreciate just fandom and its purest form here because I um, probably watch the Taylor Swift zombie music video once a week. It's my personal thriller.
4: If they made a
2: <laughs> full feature of her just being a zombie queen, I'd be set for life. This movie, though, like I like the food. I I historically I'm a fan I've seen them live I had a like huge thing for Dave Grohl for a long time before the internet was what it was I <laughs> see everybody's every thought me too um, Elizabeth
3: me too
0: you did say you were a little <laughs> I f-
2: met Anthony Kiedis that was like
0: <laughs> you did say you You did say you were a little shocked by how old everyone looked
2: oh that was the very first thing that happened was like I was just like fuck y'all are old that means I'm not, much, I'm not new. like I recently on YouTube was called an old lady in the comments. <laughs> uh, that was fun. So uh, yeah, no, I I had moments of this movie that were quite enjoyable. I think the gore was pretty on point. Like I think that I because I kept wondering who is a horror fan here because like I don't feel like
4: hmm.
2: like there's someone like I liked that opening sequence. I loved. Uh, is it Jenna Ortega? I wish She's there was in every movie. I wish there's more of her. Yeah. Always. <laughs> But like, ever since that's just, like third this year, right <laughs> yeah. But like that whole thing confused me. We can come back to that. Uh that was cool. Like, I was impressed with like off the bat. we've got this like cold open where there's like brutal gore, like, um, some mystery, like whatever. like this is this is neat. It's kind of slick in a way I didn't think it was gonna be. Um then, all I enjoyed was like the gore moments after that. Everything else felt. I mean, it really did just feel like, okay, maybe y'all have done this as well. Me and my friend Andrea in middle school used to just set up her dad's camera, his camcorder, and like the entryway to her house would be our stage, and we would just do any SNL skit we could think, like anything. We thought we were hilarious. No one ever saw this, because that's what you do with <laughs> shit like that, is you put it in a closet, and then someone moves, or the house catches on fire. I felt like I was just watching somebody's like-
0: Right. We were bored like, during the pandemic. Off,
2: like, um, just with my friends and like who is this an inside joke anyone else knows like I just felt there were, there were many moments of misconnecting with even like you have such a rabid fan base that like and I consider myself a fan I've paid money to see them perform and I'm glad you know and late of tragic recent events that I have uh there was a, a an opportunity I think to go places that they just didn't Mm-hmm. with this and i think that it was a lot yeah. of you're not wrong casey in the editing being an issue um there was there were issues in the story creation dave, and the actual screenwriting um and the acting all the way around uh, you know dave Grohl. you said this eric in email but he was probably the strongest i guess oh by far. Um, sure. <laughs> and, sti- and still
0: it's like, not really I can an endorsement a
2: convoluted fucking plot like by the third act of this yeah. i legit was like wait what yeah who's well, and like, it,
5: but it like, all happens in the last it does 20 last, minutes, but for a yeah. movie yeah. that
2: is the substantial equivalent of this to be what it is for 75 and then be like it's like a fucking like the finale of a fireworks show like but this character this this plot this plot <laughs> this thing this time's back
0: i would like and to also
2: i feel like there were things that didn't like they could have done but it didn't land like okay will forte his like uh what was the name of his little... Was it Broken Bones or... So I don't. No, it was Bone Structure. Bone Structure. There you go. Okay. Right. Like, they make a point to have this whole thing about, like, Dave Grohl's possessed self being like, we'll like, link on our tweets to Graham or something. And then he just, like, <laughs> throws the CD back over. I mean... I fancy myself somewhat of a writer mm-hmm. i was like is this going to be the final the bridge that like gaps there so like is he going to listen to this and it's somehow going to they definitely it was a chekhov's gun that never went off in a way that like felt really weird so everything aside there were like gaps in the storytelling here that just made me uncomfortable your, I your like,
5: expectations for the storytelling <laughs> were much higher yeah than I mean, look, when something <laughs>
2: opens with Based on a story by John Schnars, oh, that means something fucking epic happened. And you told a story somewhere, and somebody else was like, We got to make that a movie. Like, I think mm-hmm. Dave Grohl was going to the bathroom one time. <laughs> yeah. And,
5: yeah, no, no, that's like not that uncommon if it's like based, based on, on a, a short story, story yeah. or something. Yeah.
2: No, 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 no. That's a different story. I understand. Story by your credit
3: logic. is. Yeah. All right. I understand your okay. logic, but like John was saying too, I think a story based on a story by could be two dudes hanging out at the urinal and say, Hey, listen, listen, I I think we can all agree.
0: It's bold for anyone to put their name on the story. John, what did you think of this movie?
3: So, I mean, look like
5: weirdly, I feel like I'm in the position of having to like somewhat defend this. movie. I mean, I like generally agree with everything I said, my expectations were so low for this. That I ended up being like somewhat surprised that it was better than I was expecting it to be. Um, Oh, interesting. Uh huh. Well, look, like I, when I say that there's a couple of things, a, like the plot is, there's not a plot for half or more of the movie. And then there's like so much plot. You can't tell what's going on for the other half. So like problematic, I guess I more was surprised that like the production value was high, was at a level above what I was expecting it to be. Like I would like a real movie. (laughs) Yeah. Like. And look, maybe I need to like reevaluate or like reset my expectations. And certainly, Dave Grohl can afford to spend whatever he wants to to like make yeah. this look like a real movie. Um, but yeah, it was like competently put together. the 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 horror it was more of a horror movie than I was expecting too. Um, which like I don't know. Like again, starting from my expectations are very very low. Like I I laughed upon. Maybe my tolerance for dick jokes is higher than others. I maybe I just haven't like seen that many dick jokes in a while, and I was like, I needed a you know there was like a, a gap there that needed to be filled, um, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But um yeah, I don't know. Like it's not good. Like I wouldn't recommend this to anyone that's not a Foo Fighter fan. But if you're a Foo Fighter fan, like this might be the best movie you've ever seen. <laughs> like
0: it's <laughs> it's just I don't know. That's it's amazing. So weird john so, yeah, counterpoint like, i think this is a badly put together movie
5: <laughs> well yeah i don't want to like overstate like how well made it. it's it's not but like i don't know like i was just i was even surprised that man the horror look at john being like, the
0: hard john, be optimist were. what is going on in 2022
5: it's funny to me so like the dave Grohl. like i didn't i don't i actually would have said that uh the, the keyboard player was the best like there was such like a the there was a narrow range of quality of acting among the Foo Fighters, so like the best is still like never, yeah, bad. that's a good way to put it. Yeah, but there's so much Dave Grohl in this. Like I, at a certain point, I appreciated that he was like self aware enough to like joke about the fact that it was the most like solipsistic nonsense that's ever maybe been made. But then he like still went through with it. Like he still did. Yeah. It. So. I think
0: uh, I think it's worth pointing out the I don't. I let's say synchronicity that we reviewed this movie days after SNL released its short ass movie sketch. Um, because it's an hour and 45 <laughs> minutes. Oh, it's so, and it it is, so much, it is yeah. easily 15 minutes too long. I would argue this is, would work oh. best as like a 20 minute short that like you watch yeah. at a film festival or something. Yes. Um, because like, dude, you could you could keep all the coolest moments and take, take it down to a short. I don't know.
2: I was, I was uh, like. Almost angry by the time it ended because I was just like,
5: "Ugh!" <sighs> like, so, I will caveat. I watched this in two sittings, which
0: so did I. It wasn't so enough. did I, <laughs> and I still was like, "This is." I got
5: to like my fill in the first sitting, and I was like, "All right, I just gotta." Yeah, go so that's to bed part. And, like the yeah. fir-
0: the first act is brutal. Like, yeah, he, and the, here's what this movie did do. Here, I'll I'll start out with a compliment sandwich, John. Here's what this movie mm-hmm. did do. It made me appreciate the value of comedic timing and it's worth when combined with good writing because <laughs> yeah. basically what I want hu- to go watch some 30 Rock. basically what the humor in this movie is, is it's like badly warmed over dick jokes from like a 2011 Judd Apatow movie. Now, it, yeah, no, totally. I love Judd Apatow cutting room. But now I want stuff. to say like to Matilda's point, I love a lot of those movies. I love, you know what it reminded me of is like somebody watched this is the end or something and wanted to make yeah. something that kind of meta and broy. <laughs> and like that movie also came out like 10, 11 years ago. So it was a little bit of a different time comedy. If and that some people it's just not their thing. That's cool. But what makes that shit funny, like, you know, some of the shit Danny McBride says in that movie could have been pulled from that and put into this movie. Like, it's not that the writing is that much different, but when you're trying to do comedy, you feel the gulf in acting chops here so deeply and there's so much Dave Grohl and it feels like you can see the gears turning in his head like he's trying to hit his marks and do his little comedic Mm -hmm. beats and sometimes it's like multiple thoughts and marks in the same shot and when that is happening it is so bad it's so distracting it's like there's a scene where he's with like I think it's where he meets Whitney Cummings at the fence and like he's like uh," he's like turning to Taylor and saying a line and then he's like it is I feel like I'm watching someone do math in their head and it's the problem is it's not funny. The timing is completely off. He's like missing everything. They bring in people like Whitney Cummings to try to bring some like comedic chops to it, but she's like a side character at best. I also think mm-hmm. she's the kind, of like your mileage in her may vary as well, I think. I didn't find her really oh, yeah. funny. I don't think, you know, she doesn't have a lot to work with here, but I think this movie is God awful. I think it is <laughs> atrociously bad. And I I agree. I don't know who it's made for the best stuff about it. I really enjoyed the first like two minutes and 30 seconds, which is the opening kill. And then the John Carpenter theme song, which I didn't realize it was John Carpenter, but I was like, Hey, (laughs) this is a jam. I like this. Then you get to the first act. It's all the jokes. And you're like, Oh my fucking, Like, what is, what is going on right now? And, The slashery part doesn't even really start until like an hour in, which is about where Will Forte gets it. That's too much to ask of me, John. No, no, no,
5: totally agree. Like, Um, there's there's nothing going on for an hour. That's yeah, I
0: will say I really liked the music, like, the devil music they're like channeling and making was good, and like, into it, those scenes. Are directed almost kind of music video like. So it gives them a little more energy than the rest of the movie. The rest of it is like somebody doing an imitation of like the lighting and directing on a curb episode. It's like yeah. <laughs> over- overlit, um, undercut, like there's just not a lot of cuts or like there's no real movement. It they're they're not, they're going hard for comedy, is what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, it's not even like you've got fun, spooky atmosphere because cause, cause and on no, paper, well, the horror on, is comedy. On, like, on paper, yeah. I love this stuff. On, this idea on paper is like a really famous band ends up in like a Scooby-Doo situation that's ultra violent and like R-rated and goofy and they got to, oh, I got to bumble their way out of it. And it's like, okay, cool. But the thing about Scooby-Doo is it was like spooky too. And so that's kind of what made that con- makes that concept fun when you're doing a horror comedy. It's it's rare for me for horror comedies to go full comedy and make it work. One of the ones I'm thinking of is um, Final Girls. They it's pretty dramatic too, though. There's like yeah, some, I was gonna say there's i I'm lot of drama thinking thing. no, I'm thinking of Hell Baby. Hell, Hell Baby. Hell is oh, that's you know, a good yeah. Pure comedy, pure shtick, pure jokes. But it's you're talking good. about. Um, Really legit, like comedic actors in that movie, right? It's a spoof. I mean, and that's what this is more spoof, yeah, like, too. You know, I I think it's real misguided to do this with a bunch of people with zero acting experience. And my favorite, and it's why I made him my background tonight, is uh, Pat Smear, who for most of this movie looks like he barely knows where he is. Uh, he's 63,
1: I think I said.
0: They they give him a lot, he's got a lot of like, He's got a lot of lines. He has the enthusiasm of like a, a, a potato. I don't know. Like, it's real funny. I like him a lot. It's funny. I kind of came out of the movie liking Dave Grohl yeah. less and liking Pat Smear more because he just kind of seems like the dude that they were like, hey, be here at this time. We'll just tell you what to do. And he's like, OK, cool. bro." I, I don't still know. don't understand. He's very charming. He is, me- yeah.
3: I still don't understand why Pat Smear had to sleep in the kitchen. I don't.
4: So,
5: (laughs) I was amused by that the scene where he wakes up on the floor and he's wearing the hat like anyway it's kind of it's kind
0: of like a bummer because I I agree there's like a lot of potential for a fun thing here I don't understand what I wish I would have seen is that they hired like I think that they made a couple mistakes I think they needed to have a real legit, not even comedian necessarily, but like a legit comedic, comedic actor be an integral part of the cast that is there in like yeah. almost every scene because I also think that has an effect on the actors where you sort of can elevate people around you a little bit and when there's, you know, I think it would help them with their timing and all that stuff. Uh, I think it needed to be like spookier and I think they probably needed to hire somebody who's got like a legit horror track record and then direct like Hatchet 3. So Yo,
5: Hatchet 3s, that's... That's the bomb, hard, bro.
0: but man i'm this one this can i 2022 so far the angriest i've been watching a movie
5: well let me so i asked this question over email and like i realized maybe we're like skipping but i it, we've we've reviewed maybe enough um if i'm curious would people like if they had just not had the foo fighters in this right well mm-hmm. i like i'm kind of here for this movie in the yeah, version that's like professionals because the Foo Fighters stuff like other like there's moments like the one you mentioned Casey where there's like whole jokes or parts of the not like I wouldn't say they're like integral plot elements but there's parts of it where it's like if you know which Foo Fighters which you're really gonna get a kick out of this (laughs) that shit went so far lost on me yeah but like you could you could have just had generic band and had them go through this exact same experience and like, I don't know. I'm here for that movie. I, yeah, well, like that dude, would be a fun movie.
0: Imagine a cast with like four or five like Rob Corddry level, like, you know, middle aged comedian dudes, like really leaning into that, you know, if we what, saw the entire the Smith. full
3: movie of the opening credits, I think you guys would all be fans.
0: Right, like the movie that they promised the, oh, that, in the credits—is that what you mean? Like,
3: yeah, like that band that was in the first oh, in the opening sure. credits and stuff. I think that was the, the entire movie. Sure. It probably would have come across better.
0: Yeah, I well, wonder it Was not funny. Listen, that I wonder. Like I do wonder though. I wonder if you could markedly improve this just by a better, tighter edit, like that moves faster, yeah. has less jokes. I think so gets to the killing fact. Grandmother
5: joke scene could have (laughs) just there's, you know. And then there I mean
0: you know what it was? The open like the opening scene. They're in this like record company room building and there's there's just some like unbelievably hacky joke. When they're just like, "I'm gonna make you like suck your own dick," and it's like it goes on, yeah. uh, and on, right. and yeah. on.
2: It's gonna go back
0: into your mouth. Oh yeah. my god! It was the worst thing I've ever <laughs> yeah.
5: heard. John, was I was laughing it. because it yeah. was so dumb. It was
0: just like and I'm gonna be honest. Like it, it basically turned me on the movie almost instantly because it was so bad.
5: <laughs> so now that you're describing time, it, I, I didn't laugh as hard when I watched it, but when you just
2: <laughs> but it, it. now I'm laughing.
0: <laughs> Are you saying, John? There's maybe a market for me describing this whole? You movie. needed
2: a YouTube channel yeah. where you were just describing. <laughs> In shows. real
0: time, yeah, just watching <laughs> that
2: joke was so
5: bad. And that was Jeff Garland. That was like, you know, see, like the yeah, biggest yeah, but thing I like, Jeff,
0: Jeff Garland's funny because Larry David's there, John. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah, no, fair.
3: The biggest thing this movie brings to mind to me, and uh, this is me being a nerd and a music nerd, et cetera, et cetera, but this isn't. This feels to me like a spoof of the Beatles making movies. They made like three of them, and like the kiss meets the phantom of the park. I feels like they're spoofing on that because this entire movie, it feels
2: like they're
3: joking on
4: themselves. On yeah, yeah. yeah. I dig that. I mean, and on themselves and the
0: entire time. Yeah, and we're in an era of pop culture that's so self referential. Like it seems right. the, the yeah. landscape yeah. seems pretty ripe for that kind of thing to be visited more. And and, and we're in a pop culture era where, like, there's just a lot, like, because there's so much 90s nostalgia, especially right now, you almost have, like, a higher percentage of, like, elder statesmen, like, band people just hanging around, like, apparently looking for something to do. What were you going to say, Matilda?
1: I mean, I was going to go back to what you were saying about, um, like, them aiming for this is the end with this, because I actually think that movie's really successful.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree.
1: I feel like they aimed for this is the end, but this is essentially like their spice world. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, right. It's got cameos, Preach. like in spice world, like meatloaf shows up and where's are like, coming. Old, but... We just need, yes. <sighs> yeah. And like, the, you know, this has fun, like cameos, like Lionel Richie shows up. The, the roadie is Carrie King from Slayer. Like,
4: yeah.
0: Um, that's
1: a great, um,
0: the food. I, I wish they the would same. put on the poster, the Foo fighter spice world.
3: But I um, think Spice World uh, fits in with my theory too. That to- the yeah. Yeah, you're right.
2: You're right. It's a can't-be yeah. spoof of an existing subgenre. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Or Rock like the, the,
1: the Village people made a movie in like 1980 <laughs> called Can't Stop the Music that is mm-hmm. unreal <laughs> if you've never seen it.
2: But what if like Tenacious D <laughs> made this movie? Like I feel like well, I they're, they're yeah. Really it. The, yeah. Well, I, I was gonna yeah. say.
5: But like Tenacious D's whole thing is that it's a joke, right? Is like this. that's yeah. somewhat of a difference, and they're also is, professional right comedians. Yeah. Yeah. Look, like I've seen Tenacious D live, and like Jeez. that shit was amazing, and I left yeah. my ass off. See, that like,
3: makes me jealous, John. Just yeah. Say. Yeah, that's <laughs>
5: It's uh, I, yeah, because I, I did have that thought at one point, like this, but this feels like a knockoff of something they would do. Well, like they, sorry,
4: yeah, that's not going. They out.
5: did like one song that was like a bit <laughs> that was this movie, you know? Yeah. So.
3: I was yep. actually more surprised that Jack Black did not show up as a cameo in this movie. Considering Dave Grohl was the devil in the pick of destiny. That's a good
0: point. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, it That's would have been a dangerous real. thing to get too many like real comedian cameos They should have just had there. Casey
2: on set. I feel like if he was just in the writer's <laughs> no, no. room, they'd be
0: like, oh. But listen, though. I
2: know, like, I want the movie that you envision. I do, too. Like <laughs> I would watch that.
0: But listen, though, if you're like... Um, if you're like... Uh, Watching this movie with these comedic actors, and then Jack Black comes on and shines for like five minutes, and then goes away. Aren't you like, oh shit? are uh, yeah. like
4: watching with
2: Terry
3: Russell. That's Jack Black shtick, though, isn't it? Yeah.
0: He shows up and makes a ham
3: of himself for five minutes and disappears. Um, they...
0: I, I was just googling who who's this actress we see in the very beginning? Is it Janet Ortega? Is that Jenna her? Yeah,
4: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She. She shows up like she's in everything. Like this yeah. is
3: our third X, the third of her movies pack, we've covered. X,
2: uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is the third movie. She was in You season two. She was in something else I just saw recently.
3: She's taking over horror. It's wild. She's,
0: it's I, I'm okay with it. She's, she's, having, pretty pretty good. Good. Uh, she's <laughs> having a real She's been good. She's having a real shy laboof moment. Let's hope it works out better for yeah, her.
3: Yeah, she
4: is. <laughs> yeah, well, <it's, laughs> let's hope.
3: But I mean, to her credit, she's not playing the same. We've covered her in three different movies and she hasn't played the same character in either any of those three movies.
0: That whole, honestly, that, that does really feel like a like non sequitur in the movie though. It's like 90 seconds in the beginning. And then the very end that band, basically. I don't
2: even get what they're trying to tell. Can
0: I ask at the end, I had a sense that like
5: she wasn't actually there and it was like, an animatronic or a CGI version of her, like it oh, looks so. It did look weird. Like yeah, they
4: wanted cool. like like to, like to do
5: like they no no but you,
2: babies, and you're like, yeah. oh, that's not human. But she doesn't speak either in that
5: sequence, even though there's like, <laughs> do you think we got communication you, happening? Mika John, CGI. D- John, John, do so a,
0: John, do we have a John? Yeah, R- yeah. R- do we have a Harold Ramis situation on our hands? Do you think she got ghost dogged?
5: I don't know. Well, m- back to the theory of they made this during COVID. Maybe it was right. like she was available. She like shot one scene and then they were like, ah, fuck, we got to end this movie somehow. Uh, that seems like a lot of work to go through. Her. To her that seems
0: a lot of work. It, it seems to me like it would be easier to reschedule somebody than it would be to really uh, completely create them from whole cloth. Like you do that with Harold Ramis because he's yeah. dead, John. I definitely get the
3: feeling they had them on set for like one day and they're like, we're going to shoot this stuff for the prequel and then we're going to have you guys pose here at the end and we're going to superimpose it.
5: (laughs) They could have shot this whole movie in like three days at that house. Mm. Right. So, yeah, I am very curious what they spent on making this because uh, I was checking the the production company. It was, uh, it's Roswell films, which is Roswell is the name of Dave Grohl's record company. Yeah. So, um, they, it did get, it got a theatrical release, uh, very, you know, limited and it, it hit like right during Omicron, I think. So,
3: so I do go. have, a I do have a concept that Dave Grohl's got this thing lately for, uh, and I got it. I touched on this in the email address or in the email discussion, but I think, I have an idea that Dave Grohl's in a concept album mood. They've if you look back at their catalog, they've actually released like 10 studio albums. There's a live album, then there's a concept a uh, concept album from like t- a year ago, like that was released last year, The DG's that was all Bee Gees covers by the Foo Fighters. And now it kind of feels this feels like because there's an album release co- connected to this movie of uh, I can't think of the exact name of the band from the opening credits. I think it was Death Widow, but I'm not I'm 100%. I think that's but right. If you go search on Spotify, that's in uh, Foo Fighters uh, discography. And it's like a full eight, nine track album. So I think they had another concept album and they've already done the thing with the, with the Bee Gees. How can we make this different? Let's yeah. make a movie. It feels right with that and uh, that makes me think that some of the writing in this coming from Dave Girl talking about struggling with writing his tenth studio album, et yeah, cetera, et cetera, oh, and right. the music blockage, maybe he's working
0: it's, through it's some easy, stuff. It's easy, it's easy to get that he's like yeah, funneling some real life mm-hmm. stuff in there. Yeah, yeah.
2: BGs, do they do they yeah. cover any BGs um off of Odessa? I wonder. I need to go with I
0: don't them. know. There's a full album. I'll send you I'm the link.
3: It's like, uh, yeah. there was a, t- there was actually a video out there on YouTube of them and the um I can't think of the name of the Baptist church that protests all the like. Oh, pro- in Texas. What? Uh, yes. Westboro. Baptist Westboro. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Westboro. They uh, they actually when they played in that town where Westboro Baptist Church is, they went in front of the uh, they had like a whole convoy going past the Westboro church singing uh, "I Feel Like Dancing" from the Bee Gees. <laughs> it's pretty good. Go ahead. It's, I
0: want it's it's look. worth saying too. Like I'm in. You know, I'm in curmudgeon mode tonight, but I do like, I can appreciate, uh, you know, an aging artist branching out and trying new things and trying to find a new outlet. For sure. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And he, he has a, Dave Grohl somehow has a song in the new Fraggle Rock reboot also. I mean,
3: yes, like just, they did the theme song.
1: <laughs> yes, there is a, he is in all, all the lanes.
0: When I think yeah. Dave Grohl lately. His family The whole Dave Grohl chord press. When I think Dave Grohl lately, I just think of this TikTok that I literally get served like once a week. That's him. I was telling Elizabeth this last night. It's him talking to Pharrell in a studio, and he's like, so "Oh yeah." He's like, "I stole when I we were making Nevermind." He's like, "I didn't really know what I was doing. I stole all of those um, drum riffs from um, like '70s soul and funk music." He's like, "He's yeah. like uh, the the track that smells like Teen Spirit is from the Gap Band." And then he goes like he does it on his pants, you know, like legs. And then they cut to the clip, and it's identical. Like it's the exact thing. It's fascinating.
3: The the dude was like Mm. nineteen when Nirvana hired him, and
0: Pharrell's just like mind blown. It's fun. It's a fun video. It's in fact like it made me. It's the reason why. Like when I think now, like Dave Grohl, I'm like, that seems like a nice guy. Like it's like totally changed my. Absolutely.
3: But I mean, that's why. He has a
0: self-deprecating self vibe that I connect with.
3: Yeah, that definitely. He's definitely a fairly humble guy. I think it comes across that way. He's willing to laugh at himself. Other but, than this movie, you mean, <laughs> well,
1: I mean, but, other than touching everything I love and exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> <so it's>
0: like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dave Grohl, get started out of Matilda's face, okay?
1: But what I'm saying is,
3: this isn't that. This didn't seem that out of tune for Dave Grohl to try and do a horror movie. The dude has. For his entire career, he gets a whim up his ass and decides, I want to make an electronic uh, electronic metal album, and we got ProBot, which he did an album for. Or he plays with the Queens of the Stone Age for a couple albums.
4: He was
1: rumored to be in, in, like somehow involved in ghosts, although we never know, right? Like yeah. I the joke in my house is we watch a lot of like heavy music documentaries in my house. And so the joke was like we were gonna watch a nature documentary, and I was like, if Dave Girl comes out of the ocean and is like that octopus
2: wouldn't like be doing dolphin, what it's like- doing without the Melvins, I'm going to lose my shit. Like, <laughs> Listen, I think you're gonna go look inside your clothes, and it will be like, by number sixty-seven, Dave
0: Grohl." it will be like, "Do
2: <laughs> like, you know about the MC5? It's important. You
1: know about the MC. Like, like it's true." Too- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: I think I think we can all hope that Dave Grohl's at least treating Pat Smear well, since I can understand what it's like to not have your have your creative partner not compliment you. So I hope that Dave Grohl is somewhere right now, complimenting <laughs> Pat Smear on his wonderful silver hair.
5: Uh. Well, like John Wouldn't said you be Dave Grohl in this situation, just to be clear. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We can talk about it. All right. We can but talk like about John who we're going to be. That's
3: Pat, Pat Mito, pushing or... 70. <laughs> Pat <laughs> Schmier's pushing 70, so what, Dave's gotta treat him somewhat well for him to stick around this long, right? I, that
5: was my other question. And like again, we don't need to go down this road. I, I know very little about the Foo Fighters. Like, I don't know that I could have named so, like, Everlong is like the song that I know, and, but like
0: And Hero. That's all I got. If
5: yeah. you had asked me to come up with Everlong before watching this movie, I don't know that I could They mentioned um, it, Yeah. Okay. Hey, so I laughed at that. That
0: one joke was funny. I that laughed one joke at that one where they were like, not the f- da da, and they're like, oh, you already wrote that song. Not the first riff didn't get me, but then when he started playing Everlong after that, because it's just so recognizable, that was the one that got
5: yeah. me. Well, no. So, here's my question How did the band come together? Because Pat, Smear, and like, were they like hanging out? Like, this is. I, and I understand that uh, Grohl had like a whole career, obviously yeah. before. Like, I don't know. It just it was that was. I was like, wow, John, I bet you. My understanding
3: would be like hanging out together. My understanding was that because like on that first Foo Fighters album, it is all Dave Grohl. He recorded all the parts, and then he started piecing the band together for touring and stuff. He'd worked with Pat Smear before and went back to him and said, "Hey, you want to come join me?" Gotcha. That's how they started.
0: I just remember. I just always remembered Pat Smear from that one Jane's Addiction video they showed every day in the in like the early '90s from Lollapalooza. Yeah. Matilda's, Matilda's got me. All right, y'all. Studio Six Six Six. I think we've dedicated enough words to it. Would you recommend it, Matilda? Uh,
1: I think if you love the Foo Fighters and you think of it as their kind of fun send up movie, I think yes. Otherwise, no. Obviously, Foo Fighters, Spice Girl. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, no.
0: <laughs> Casey.
3: I think, uh, like Matilda's saying, if you're me, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Elizabeth.
2: I mean, I don't like a conditional answer, but yeah, like for fans of the band, I feel like you don't need to recommend it. They're probably on this already. But like, <laughs> otherwise, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not telling folks to go seek it out.
0: John.
5: I'll just make it simple. I'm going to say no, even though I was the one nominally defending the movie.
0: I'm going to say so. capital no. We're going to do like a, maybe like a 25 font size on this job. Just <laughs> no, like you're sending it real, you're sending an email at work and you want to make sure they hear this one word and it's mm. no. Don't watch it. It's a hard no.
5: All
0: right, y'all It's going to do it. Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail. <laughs>
4: You know, a lot of people write me and say, Hey, Joe Bob Briggs, just what is Monster Vision? You don't need no special glasses or an insect's head. Just a healthy love for slime and disrespect for the dead. We'll talk about some movies by the old double wide. And when you get that creepy feeling creeping up inside,
5: well, then you got Monster Vision. It's a heck of a fright. We're tearing the heart out of Saturday. Watching people die
4: can make you feel so alive. So throw away your clicker now, the clicks have gun. Cause there's nothing you can do while fully dressed, it's as fun as watching TNT
0: beneath the bugs after light. We're tearing the heart
5: out of Saturday night. Tearing the heart
4: out of Saturday night. Hey, I'm Joe Bob Briggs, and you're listening to the Bloody Good Horror Podcast.
3: Send feedback to info at bloodygoodhorror.com or on Twitter using hashtag AskBGH. Join Patreon to get back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash Bloody Good Horror.
5: Did, did you need a little
0: pick me up? Yeah, I know. I ran that a couple weeks ago. I was just gonna say that it's instant serotonin, John. I know. I I I heard you, Um, John. We just switched podcast providers. (laughs) Podcast hosts. Yes. Yeah. Have we? It's our
5: second switch ever. I think. If you're
0: hearing this, it worked.
5: (laughs) If you're not hearing (laughs) this, let us
0: know. I haven't even logged in yet, and I got (laughs) to post it tomorrow. So let's hope it goes well. Um, yeah so we're with what's the name of this company we're with,
5: now? Anch- we're with anchor Anchor is owned by Spotify um,
0: So we originally years and not that anyone cares, but I feel like let's let's go to history John. We we're originally with a company called Potomatic. Automatic Yep. sucked butts because if your show got really popular, (laughs) they would charge they charged you for download bandwidth, which is like unheard of now, which means the more people download your show, the more money they would charge you, which is an insane business model that only could have worked in like 2007. Well, and
5: I mean, so we left that I was trying. I mean, (coughs) we could go back and piece this together. We left that in like it was it was like 2010. Maybe I think we spent like two or three years there. And then we were like, "Fuck it, we're moving to Libsyn." And then we didn't move for ten years or whatever, whatever it's been twelve years.
0: So Libsyn was pretty cool. It was again, like at the time, it was big because they didn't charge you for bandwidth, and that was huge. And they they pulled over a ton of business that way. But I I do feel like it's they've been a little behind on sort of like catching up with this like new modernization wave. I feel like of podcasts, like hosting and distribution and stuff. Correct. So, one thing we're gonna kind of be dipping our toes in here with Anchor is running some ads,
5: um, possibly TV, like somewhat TV, yeah. Because you have to be approved for ads on Anchor. Gosh, gotcha.
0: but-, but like, it'll be you know, we it will we endeavor to have it be tastefully done and in unobtrusive, <laughs> but also it's a good time to remind people that there's always, even if we get to start, we do start doing that. Your Patreon podcast feed, which you can put into any podcast player, is still going to be getting those early release episodes that will will always be ad-free. And that's for any level at Patreon, if you go to patreon.com slash I Listen, I think for the vast majority of people, it, it would be done in a way that's they don't care and it would be unobtrusive. But um, that, hop, that option will always be there. And we just wanted to kind of give people a heads up, I guess.
5: We'll see. Just keep your ears peeled for ads.
0: Yeah. Well, we will definitely day. be giving like another heads up if it's going to happen. Just a let People like to know, John. People like to yeah, yeah. have expectations, you know, mm-hmm. it can help. Sure. Um, not you. I know you just fly by the seat of your pants because you're so cool. <laughs> I like to know what's going to happen before it happens. It's helpful. I get it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is going on at Patreon, we're going to be starting to do some teases soon on our upcoming Patreon exclusive t-shirt. Um, that's going to go out for free to our top, uh, supporting page patroners, patrons. Um, and then only be available, uh, to those people who are patrons. So really cool design by, um, a designer out of, I think, central Massachusetts. I lived there for like 10 years and I don't really know the geography that well, John, I know like Boston and then like the rest of it, the rest um, of the, I'm state. like, I'm like the you of Massachusetts, John. Yeah. Like, uh. yeah, I just put that together. Uh, But, yeah, that's by an artist named um, John and his stuff. You can find it at Slime and Grime if you Google that. That's just the letter N, John, like the 90s. Uh, So check that out. Something else. Yeah, so we got the early release episodes going. um, And the classics are going into that feed. I've been trying to make sure people know about that. I've been... I've been getting a little uh, saucy, dipping farther back into the catalog to release those. Careful so now! If you're like a, a member at like the lowest two levels of Patreon, you don't have the full catalog <sighs> access, but you would get that feed and get weekly kind of slow drip classics that I am uh, calling them from like the same time of year. So like you could go listen to a Show John from like 2010 and hear me talk about my allergies right now. Doesn't that sound like fun?
5: <laughs> You're sort of like yeah. The the I was gonna say sort of like uh, this this week.
0: This week know, in time, nothing changes. Yep. That's it, right. It's it's nothing and everything. Change. So yeah, check that out. Patreon.com/slash/bloodygoodhorror and these live streams that go out um, to certain levels. I think it's every one but the lowest one. If you don't catch it when it's on, they're always on YouTube. You just grab that link from your Patreon message and check us out in glorious. 1080 HP's or HD's or whatever it's called. 1080p's. Um, you, could try, so you could see that you could be looking at the gray in my beard right now, John.
5: I'm trying not to look at it. So actually. there we
0: go. Uh, Casey. I, oh, we do have one email, John. Kaylin mm. and Kissimmee. Yes. Episode 656, which just happened. Uh, evident, more evidence, John is a lizard person. He doesn't believe Epstein killed himself. <laughs> Likely answer. I answered, love her. John. <laughs> I really am a fan.
5: Wait, wait, no, hold on. I do believe he killed. himself. Oh, you do?
0: Okay, good. I'm glad for the caref- clarification. Did you get a note from headquarters that you're supposed to pretend like you, wait. you believe?
5: <laughs> wait, hold on. During that conversation, I thought I was the only one who did believe it, and you all were no, like, "I'm no. fully on board that he no, did not." Kill as someone
2: <laughs> who listened back, you were the non-believer, sir. Which sounds.
5: I'm very confused about what I believe. You're
0: getting real gas lampy right now, John, be careful.
4: Yeah, I, I, maybe <laughs> I am. Man.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. That's it. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com. Casey, what do we got on the Twitters where Caitlin normally does our Twitter and she's out and the rest of us have been real bad at remembering. So get your ass. Yeah. PG. Caitlin, we miss you. Yes, we miss Caitlin. We mentioned it last week. She's going through some health things, but she's feeling a little better. Hoping she's back soon. In the meantime, all of us are bad at Twitter. You can always send an Ask BGH in if you're just like randomly thinking about something. But we we have been trying to get those out. We apologize.
3: Yeah, and we do try to, you know, go back and look within reference to the dates, So you can send a question at any time. Uh, but we have a hashtag out there, SBGH, ask us questions, we'll answer. First one comes from our longtime friend at Skizbot. Are you able to keep house pan- plants alive? What pagan deity is demanding a blood sacrifice from my <laughs> home? Because not killing these damn things requires some kind of black magic.
0: Uh, I have um, <laughs> fake ones and only because Elizabeth bought them for me and said, here, put these here. And then I did. <laughs> we
2: to do it, you guys.
5: Yeah,
1: we know I mean we never successfully
5: had them. Sorry,
1: I meant to, Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. I said I'm mostly I mostly kill them, which is a, a bad trait in uh in a therapist because it does not help people feel like they will be nurtured. Yeah, I was gonna say to um have dead plants. It's, it's like not a
0: don't you want aren't, aren't like saying? uh aren't like ferns the thing that you like can't kill unless you really try hard?
2: Oh, I say that. They say, I, I that. They say you've, that. You've killed Fern, <laughs> Matilda? Look, I've kept a, chi- a human child and a hamster alive for multiple years. I feel like I'm doing all right, and I need fake plants.
0: I love and a hamster. <laughs> That's amazing.
2: Well, because I am for real, though, I check her every day, and like, I need to look up what a hamster's lifespan is because now I'm like, I feel like she's an old lady, and if the bedding doesn't wrestle the minute I open the door, I'm oh. like, she's dead. I'm just going to have to tell my daughter. It's going to be like that episode of Full House where they have to go buy a replica. I
0: had a I had a so lizard good. when I was a kid. And it it was like a tropical lizard. And I lived in the northeast. And one time the power went out in winter and it died like in a cartoon on its back with its legs straight up. In the air. Like it practically <laughs> so where, had X's for eyes.
5: Last summer Aww. we had the we had the opposite situation because my son was the caretaker for the the class turtle over the summer. They had like a turtle, baby turtle, tiny, and we left it. Uh, over Shit. the weekend not even without food no but in it was basically in like direct sunlight and like the sunlight like overheated the water and the turtle died oh. like not even like obviously it's like
0: sunlight like it's not like dude, it overheated tur- it dude turtle to, like, I had a turtle I had a but... turtle too tur- <sighs> turtle care is yeah. insane because turtles poop yeah. like a lot mm-hmm. and you I have to regularly lost. like siphon out the water like you're trying to steal gas and like empty it out and refill it <laughs>
2: it's like cleaning a pool yeah. a ca- a
1: yeah.
0: kapucha, It's a like, nightmare Yeah,
1: I have to tell you We have a 40 year old turtle that lives oh, in our house, uh, Excuse me. My husband what? My husband is the one Child who did not kill his turtle You're He's allowed 10, to interrupt and...
2: any of us To tell stories like this <laughs> <by> the <way. laughs>
1: And the turtle Became sick over the pandemic And you know vet care during the pandemic Like you couldn't mm, go in with yeah. your pet So we had to find like who would see the turtle And like oh, hand it in a bucket Oh my yes. god! to them and they brought it back out and then they they brought it back out with syringes and said okay you're gonna give it a shot you're gonna give Blinky a shot you know every Blinky. once a day and we had to go back in and be like i'm sorry how do you give a
0: turtle a shot like, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's I mean, gotta that's be that's a YouTube i'm guessing yeah, not in um, the shell
1: so the, the, the answer is you hold trouble, it like, like a... you hold it like an ice cream sandwich and you get them in the armpit Oh, but wow. his uh, his toenail fungus right.
4: really cleared up. So oh, there you go. Oh, Blinky,
0: him. is he doing okay? Oh, that's a haul. Is is <laughs> oh, Blinky uh, is Blinky said dark alive? week. Yeah.
3: To go along with my uh, pre-show stories, Elizabeth, with uh, my gullibility, with what my mom tells me, I had a hamster in like probably like eighth grade, and I had it for in my room for like a year. It bit me once, and so I i fed it i cleaned its cage i didn't interact with it much i wasn't a big fan and eventually it disappeared i just thought it was gone my mom was a kindergarten teacher so that was like in eighth grade and like my senior year of high school i went up to help my mom move something in her classroom or something like that walked into her kindergarten classroom and there's my hamster (laughs) from five years earlier so it went to a better place i saw (laughs) that i will say the best thing about my
0: the best thing about my turtle is um I don't know if there's different kinds. No, this is a good question. It was like a half water, half like an amphibious turtle. Tons of different turtles, dude. And (laughs) once a month, we were instructed to feed it like twenty goldfish. Just dump them in there. And this turtle, like like goldfish snack. So day to day, so day to day, you fed, Um, yeah, day to day, you fed like fish food type thing. And then once a month, you're supposed to give it like just a whole mess of goldfish. Just dump them in there live. And this, whole mess. This, thing, of this thing would go effing Terminator on these goldfish. Like <laughs> fucking, would, a, thing that, a thing that I literally saw never barely move. Would stop tu- it, I am dead. Would <laughs> turn into jaws instantly in the water snapping and it would like snap them in half instantaneously, rip them apart, eat and it would not stop until they were all oh gone. God. And when it was done, <laughs> The rocks and the water and the guts, um, wherever Mark and I would literally dump them in and just sit and watch it. That's a, it. Yeah, that's a, it amazing. sounds like a great
5: afternoon. Matilda, is no, that John, it was a great 30 turtle?
0: seconds.
1: So, our turbo is, uh, I mean, I want to say the turtle is in his dotage, but I don't think that's true. I think this turtle might outlive us, and we don't have kids, so this is going to be it's a like whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so
4: good. Uh, yeah.
1: The turtle eats turtle food most of the time, but yeah, we have live goldfish a few times a week. Um, although, I think, I don't know how good his sight is, because we <laughs> have to, you know, the net that you put a goldfish in there with, we have to like be like, Vanna White with the like like, hair. Has anybody
2: read the Stephen King, the Stephen King short story? I think it's called A Man in Black, about the kid who's like down by the river and he sees this like demonic man unhinge his jaws and just like eat. (laughs) Yes, that's like all I can. Mm. I
0: gotta tell you, and I sound psychotic, but I'll never. But they cut him in half,
2: and their guts go everywhere.
1: I gotta
0: tell you, I'll never forget it. It was the one of the most amazing things I've ever seen, and you're just like, huh, nature.
4: That's the first fun. cancer I ever had
2: had babies two days after we got it back from Ruby Begonia's, the local pet store. And uh, <laughs> I was so excited. My parents were not. I got home from school the day after she had babies and she ate them all, except for, like, <gasps> some parts. Oh. Yeah. It was.
0: Except for some parts.
2: Yep. It, was... <laughs> it was really fucked up. All right. Well, that's uh,
0: that's going to do it for the trauma hour here at BGH. <laughs> Casey, yeah. uh, what's next?
3: And Turtles we still have more trauma. tweets. <laughs> Our next tweet comes from at four color Craig. This is more of a statement than a question, but I'll share with the class last week. One of your guests from the zombie girls podcast said, I appreciated the shocking transgressive nature of the masturbation scenes. And I feel like BGH leveled up somehow.
0: That was I by the way,
2: that phrase down as I was listening to it. That was
0: uh, Matilda. That was your friend, Rachel, by Rachel. The way. Yeah, yes.
2: He, <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that in reference to X?
0: No, no last was, uh, week was... The no. scary,
2: your favorite movie ever, John. Your Epstein
0: oh, fanfic. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I refuse to dignify that movie title by saying it again.
2: The scary, what is it? I don't, don't know. The
0: scary of 61st.
2: How do you remember that?
0: Because I, I live.
2: Because you live there.
3: Like not that there far comes. away. Yeah. We didn't no. remember the title, but we remembered the transgressive nature of the masturbation scene.
2: Hell yes, we did. Because that's <laughs> a well, that's badass fucking
1: Transgressive phrase. is a good
0: word to describe those scenes. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: Rachel was uh, like an informational sex writer
0: for a little while. You should ask her about uh, that. That's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm.
3: All Next right. up, we have a question from a longtime friend uh, from down under, Andy at HorrorFan four one two nine, uh, and this actually pertains to tonight's movies. Uh, Studio six 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 had some great practical effects. Do you think this will inspire more movies to go the practical effects route? And do you have a favorite kill?
0: Do you know what's so interesting is how chainsaw
2: when they're fucking, and I wish well, yeah that inspired that was pretty practical effects.
0: Time. That was pretty great. Yeah, that was pretty. Reminded me of Jason.
2: It's uh, like if you could see the the kill, uh, the Kevin Bacon Friday. Like it's like an updated version of everybody's like favorite.
0: Kind of reminded me of a, two uh, in one. There's a kill in the unrated version of Jason Goes to Hell. That's like kind of reminded me like a split in half. <laughs> yeah. Situation. You didn't know that one. No, I
4: didn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of. It, it's terrible to say this in. This month,
4: but I kind of loved the symbol. Like yeah, I kind of I f- loved the oh, but that you know oh, in the yeah, yeah. that yeah. was really it, that was
2: a good scene with him finishing it. And he's now. like, "This isn't Dave." Like everything, he was actually like, "Yeah." He was acting a little there, Matilda. Like, the, do you mean? Yeah. You know,
0: do you mean because it's Easter month? Because he's no, dead. No, he just, no. Oh, he just died, he died like two weeks you ago. So... You dingus. Okay. Here. <laughs> I was the good symbol Lord. was like, cause the symbol was like a satanic, like
2: Lord have mercy. Okay. The drug jokes did hit weird with me because of, yeah, you know.
0: for sure.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But they kind of, I thought they went kind of light on the drug. They
4: did. The, they did. I feel like there were, some, they did. there
2: were some, there were some evidence made that I,
3: yeah, I thought they were well restrained. I also didn't come
0: away from it being like, being like, well, he looks healthy and good. Like, no,
2: I mean, none of them look
4: no, like
1: their
2: tail. I was going to say that, yeah, there wasn't anyone. <laughs> I don't think there's
1: multivitamins <laughs> on a craft service table here. He looked that uh, hydrated.
3: Yeah. All right. We got two more tweets, and both of them are speak of the devil and she shall appear. But they both yeah. come from at Rachie Pants. First one, let's play Mary F. Kill, Dave Grohl, Anthony Kiedis,
2: and Kid Rock. <laughs> Oh, she was like, oh Kill Kid God. Rock! Rock.
0: Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <come> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: that's kind of yeah. hard. Hold on.
0: No, it's not. Kill Kid Rock. <laughs> it's not that hard. You f Anthony Kiedis <laughs> because he definitely is not commitment material, and you married <laughs> yep. April.
2: I feel like
1: Dumb. you are more a straight woman than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the answer is you kill yourself to get out of this. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Are we talking think present that's a fair day? <laughs> I don't. Know, I haven't googled Anthony Kiedis
0: on the. Oh, a hundred percent. Anthony Kiedis is like moments away from getting canceled at any second. So I think oh, you should take no that into consideration. But I
2: want to Google it. him, and I want him to look like an, uh, like an elderly sister wife. I want all the hair to still be there, but like be like super gray, and maybe in like a
0: it would have used like it's two a, lines in his beard that are like, <laughs> dad
1: yeah. <Lord> <laughs> so
0: might tip the scales.
1: of Carney. I'm sorry to
2: tell you. <laughs> <yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I might be with Miss. Hold on, this one. That one bullet might be going into me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: <you> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All yeah.
2: right. To finish it up, this is our last tweet. Also from Matt
3: Richie Pants. What up band? could be vastly improved by the presence of Dave Grohl. And I hope, Tilda, you can't just say all of them.
0: Casey, you, all I hear is beep. <laughs> you robotted You're it out. And out. And all I hear oh, is beep. Roboted. Beep boop. Just say it then. again. Do it
2: again.
3: What all-female band would be vastly improved by the presence of Dave Grohl. And oh,
1: I see. I see. I got all this. It's,
0: it's what all-female. She, female she's trolling band. you, Matilda. What all-female band would be improved yeah. by the presence of Dave Grohl.
4: What all-female
1: band.
0: I just I just I'm, I'm,
5: so I'm not answering.
2: Okay. I mean, I'm very interested in everyone else's answers though. <laughs> I'm going to say the the made up band in Freaky Friday that Lindsay Lohan and her friends are in.
0: You know what's funny? I do have like there's a strain on my Spotify like algorithm that's because I listen to these types of bands. It's like it's like a very specific lane of folk music that's like a couple ladies and there's a guy drummer. So like uh-huh. it's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. Yeah. yeah. There's like a gentle, sweet looking guy drummer who just like hangs out in the back and plays the drums.
5: I mean, he's a good musician if he's like, yeah, kind of knows his place and like, isn't trying to make movies about himself and stuff.
0: I think
3: anybody can can get a benefit of putting Dave Grohl on the drum set. Right. Sure. So I'm going to say that
4: because
1: the, the, Thing I haven't seen him do is choreography. I'm gonna say like the Spice Girls. Like, i
4: I'm was gonna do. Go. These... Uh, right,
1: and he's or like some shown, K-pop. Like, what if,
0: right? What if we like took think. what if we took Dave Grohl and the Spice Girls and you created like a baby metal kind of situation? <gasps> like,
1: oh, he
4: so it so it would
1: kill
2: situation? that. That's amazing. Is that real?
0: Uh, needs- we'll talk. Yeah. Yes, it is.
2: Okay, tonight.
1: Because he seems like he's <laughs> affable and up for things. You know what I mean? So I feel like he.
4: Oh, was, he's definitely a
2: seven on the enneagram yeah for sure.
0: Guessing. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think Matilda, you were the other Enneagram person, right? Yeah. Love it.
1: Okay. What
2: number are you? Remind me.
0: Me,
1: I'm a nine
2: with an eight. Lean. Oh, I love nine eights. Oh, we need to hang.
0: All right. Instagram. Bloody good horror. I got it out sooner than last week, John. Earlier than last week, mm, so we're a little nice. better shape. Just got shutter. This is from somebody pointed out that I, is there a reason why I don't read the name of the people on Instagram? And it's only because when you answer a question on Instagram, it gets posted anonymously. When I repost it, so I never know if people like what. I might as well. I mean, oh, don't. Mm. don't ask me your weird questions if you don't want me to read your name. How's that? And then I'll just read name. <laughs> um, K says uh, or K. K well, the, whatever. Just got Shutter. Excited to watch Joe Bob for the first time. Any particular favorites? Um, I said he mm-hmm. they just did a Valentine's Day special where they did Frankenhooker, and it's amazing. I
4: Frankenhooker. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah,
3: it's, that's a good. Uh, that's a good suggestion.
0: So good. Um, it, the movies kind of come and go as the rights do. So like, it'll go all the way back to that first twenty-four hour marathon that he did in twenty eighteen, and you can go through then all the seasons and all the specials search like try searching alternate alternately like joe bob and then last drive-in because they name the specials like joe bob's halloween whatever and so They're like it doesn't sometimes, their yeah. search thing sucks but so there's a lot of <laughs> there's a ton of material on there no if one's going to for,
5: shutter for like great product experience just yeah. to be clear
4: <laughs> it's shutter, like, we love if you're honestly a, it's yeah, it's yeah, really yeah, my totally.
0: only it's it's mostly my only complaint about Shutter these days, except that their Shutter TV channels, which I love as a concept, do not get new content often. Right? Enough.
2: They need like ten more of those, and they need somebody on it, like Pandora it's gotta Station. Be up, it so. should be weekly. But do y'all remember when Shutter was just like four like shorts it was, and like it was, some listen, like public domain bullshit? It, and I was like, well, why am I paying for this shit? Even though Bloody Good Horror gave me twenty percent off, and now it's like <laughs> legit.
0: it came. It came like, so. It's come so far. Like it is. Yeah. It is really. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I discovered today? Speaking of Joe Bob. I was on Amazon Prime and they have a whole season of some Elvira show. So I Googled and I started looking into it. It's from 2012. Hulu ordered it and it was in conjunction with Full Moon. So it's Elvira doing like horror hosting with a bunch of like Full Moon movies, like new and old. And it was like a 13 days of Halloween thing where it was like every day. I was like, holy shit, I got it queued up for tomorrow. Yeah.
3: I would say though, as far as Joe Bob on Shudder goes, if you're looking for a movie that makes you think, "What the hell did I just watch?" Uh, and get some good input on it, watch the Demon Wind episode. Oh of my Joe god! Bob.
0: Yes, thank you. That for was good. yeah, mm, that was a good one. The Demon Wind episode of Joe Bob is like, yeah, one he of my also favorite did things ever.
2: Slime Bowl-a-rama, right? That's what. Yeah, favorite. I think so. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. I don't know. Check if, that out.
0: I don't know if that one's up right now. My favorite thing about Demon Wind was my parents were coming out to visit me in Boston that night. And they got there, and it was like, I think that was the first season that he had come back or something. And they got there like halfway into the movie. And I was like, they know me. I was like, listen, we're watching this. So like buckle in because <laughs> this is happening. So they just like sat and watched the second half of it with me. It's pretty funny. Um what is the scariest song you've ever heard?
2: There's some kind of haunting. Okay, so I'm a big fan of uh The House of Leaves. The the book the yeah. novel Poe did a concept album that was like in partnership with huh. that book. They were such huge fans. I got anyway. I'm I'm messing up the history of this. There are some songs on there that because that book scared the shit so yeah. thoroughly out of me, like they'll read they'll have like just excerpts from this book that like.
0: Uh, my it's pretty effective. my answer is "Tiptoe Through the Tulips" by Tiny Tim, Ooh. and I'm not <laughs> taking any I questions my at this it. time. <laughs> this is funny actually because. <laughs> yeah. So I was rocking some 80s 80s jams in my house on Sunday morning. My girls were here, and they, uh, my five-year-old is now obsessed with Thriller, the song. Mm -hmm. We listened to it 13 times on Monday, just about. And her favorite part (laughs) is, quote, the part with the scary words, which is when Vincent Price at the end is basically in the scariest (laughs) voice possible. Like, you're going to die and rot in a grave and, like, over and over. Oh, yeah. Literally, it is now to the point where I can now use it to get her to do things like
4: mm-hmm.
0: it's incredible. I love so, it was funny. Cause we've been talking like, like how do you get kids into horror? And I'm like, I don't know, but I think I might've accidentally stumbled it's upon thr- it yeah. and it might be thrilling. That's a good it's one.
1: It's thrill- Yeah.
0: And then they wanted to like know who sang it. I'm like, we're not going to talk, about, gonna talk <laughs> about Bruno, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Thriller. Who knew? <laughs> I think I'm going to like load, uh, load up some, like, uh, get a Halloween playlist and do some like monster mash and stuff.
3: The, uh there's a band called Blitz and Trap and to put my uh, hipster glasses on, they got a song called Black River Killer, oh, which I isn't like necessarily that. which isn't necessarily scary, but it is a killer story. Mm-hmm. Pretty good.
2: I bought a, an album actually at a flea market that's like from 1960 and it's like scary sounds and storyscapes or yeah, something. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I played it when you were here. I was it's there like,
0: when you bought it. Yeah
2: legit freaking weird it's it's yeah. so strange well those are like
0: i remember ha- i had one uh i want to say it was like from disney back in the day it was on a cassette tape but yeah like the second half like the second side of the album is just like sound effects and it'll just be like creepy chain woman screaming that's what the b like, side yeah, was on yeah, right. yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: love it back in the day when like that's how you got sound effects um favorite foo fighter song and do you think they will continue to make music and tour oh I, I'm 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 a basic bitch. Um, I'm just gonna say Everlong. It's good, Jim. Oh
4: gosh, uh, I think
5: I put my cards on the table earlier and would have to go Everlong as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they were at a really interesting junction to me of like where that first wave of alternative music had kind of burned out in large, like in a lot of ways, kind of accelerated by Kurt Cobain dying, and their music was sort of interesting because it was. Just a little like pop rockier, but like retained enough of that sound. I mean, if you were like a hardcore fan, you probably were like, fuck those guys. But it made it like very accessible and a little less kind of uh, gleefully depressing than like a Nirvana. I think that's kind of part of the reason why a lot of people yeah. have connected with his music.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty big on. uh all my life i think it was that they actually made a joke about in this movie the first time before he played everlong um uh, that's a pretty big song for me i like that one a lot
0: yeah i didn't even recognize it it was interesting maybe if i heard the actual song and not just the riff
3: yeah you would recognize it i don't know if they're going to come back to be honest this is really uh, I've got uh, my best friend that I was going to go see them with this uh, summer. We were talking about it. And like when they we went to see the Batman, like the day that Taylor Hawkins died and we were talking about it. We didn't know because like when Kurt Cobain died, Dave Grohl disappeared for like a year and a half, two years and didn't do anything music for a while while he was coping with that. And so I honestly don't know how he's going to react to this. This is like a double hit. So who knows? He may say I'm done.
0: Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, that's not a question that
4: Joe
2: <laughs> I just had to google the lyrics I like the song Breakout
4: right. anyway,
0: what artist or band would you love to hear a metal album from <laughs>
4: I don't know
0: my answer was John Carpenter Taylor Swift <laughs> Taylor Swift I like it
5: I think I'm yeah. just good like I don't really listen to metal,
2: so You're like full up on your yeah, like
0: yeah. But there's a there's a lot of bands out there now. Actually, Mondo, who was on the show a couple months ago, was sharing some stuff with me. There's a weird like breakoff of synth wave that's kind of merging with metal in some ways, and it's that's like, kind of a combination of the two sounds. And that's why I say John Carpenter, like I just love exactly. like yeah, a little bit of eighties metal guitar mixed in with my synth wave. and like it's interesting to think about just tipping the scale even like a little farther towards metal yeah I'm i think with john. that
1: could be good yeah that's interesting
3: yeah that could be fun i'm with john though i'm not enough of a metalhead to say who i would appreciate doing a metal album i mean
0: i'm not talking like real metal like we've covered it like i don't i don't like to have my feelings hurt when i'm listening <laughs> to music but um this so,
1: is- we listen to a lot of metal in this house and i feel like oh well, yeah. dangerous like pat boone made a metal album at some point I, yeah. like, dude was, i was
0: just thinking of that from the night that was like a huge thing in the 90s it was like yeah he was like a yeah. crooner from the 50s or something or the 60s yeah so. it was, pat, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. pat
3: boone and christopher lee making metal albums Crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah and i feel like what people who don't listen to it like think is is concerning like where it goes can get concerning but um I think some of the synth bands actually could do some pretty interesting long form, like yeah. do me things. Yeah. It's so,
0: dude. It's so funny. I was, I was like sitting here specifically trying to think of that Pat Boone thing, and it was really wild because I remember him doing the press tour wearing some like weird cheap S and M gear and shit. Like he did like a whole publicity photo shoot for it, but he still had his like Greatest Generation grandpa haircut, and it was just like this is. So weird. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It was pretty unhinged. I mean, I will recommend there is a great band
2: called Hell Songs.
1: Do you know who that is? I know.
2: That sounds you can, too much like Hell. But, so- okay. Yes. <laughs> very different. It's a. Uh, it is
1: folk versions of oh, metal songs, but they're very faithful and very good. There's like an excellent War Pigs.
4: Uh, no, it's, <laughs> and it's, it's Hell in songs? There. You can
1: that's find funny. it on all your platforms. There. I'm so- searching now. It's Scandinavian folk band. Can
0: you spell this out for me? It's like two words, hell songs?
1: I think it's all one word.
0: Hell songs, artist. Yeah, there we go. Their
1: version of Megadeth's Symphony for Destruction
0: of Destruction is oh, pretty great. I love this. Right. You know
1: what
2: song gets, talking of folk music, Um, to make this just longer and more painful for everybody, <laughs> which video game was it? Which Far Cry was it where it was like the cult leader?
0: Five, I think.
2: Somebody. Yes, five, I think. Whatever band did their, like, creepy cult music, I remember, like, I didn't even play that game. I just lived somewhere where someone did. And I remember every single song and harmony from that. <laughs> it's fabulous. Check it out.
0: Love it. Creepy cult. All right, y'all. That's going to do it for Studio 666. Um, It's worth mentioning, John. It occurred to me as I was posting our show last week, we are within like three months or less range of hitting episode 666, mm-hmm. John. Yeah. The devil's number. Yeah. Uh, we got, we've been talking behind the scenes, doing something, a, a little bit of a fun selection for that one. And uh, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. We're going to withhold that for the moment.
3: Well, since Matilda introduced the term in email, I hope it involves satanic Scooby-Doo antics. Yes. <laughs> oh,
2: that's yeah, I like that. That's
0: good. We're actually going to be releasing our own movie that we shot and directed ourselves, where we tr- <laughs> we go to a house to record a podcast and zany hijinks <laughs> ensue.
3: Over Eric's Zoom, we shot it. Ri- Eric's lost his flair for writing podcast intros, and he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> to John and I, the
0: devil. John and I, will fight over who gets to be Passmere. <laughs> so there it is. Um yeah. All right. Um Elizabeth, where can people hear you, check you out on social?
2: Uh places. I don't know. Um Zombie Girls More Deadly has a new theme that Eric and myself are responsible for. Yep. Um You can also you search can for plug it up. The
0: sometimes. Holler the Holler Kings, the Holler Kings can search for them yeah. on Spotify. You can find another intro we did usually
2: at work or in my cool apartment
0: um, so. what's your what's your social handle
2: it's a uh, final girl scout everywhere
0: that's probably the best way people can find yeah. you on other stuff Matilda where can people find you
2: um they can find me
1: at, in the zombie girls universe at ZG podcasts on everything love on it Instagram Twitter et cetera
0: love it uh John yeah. John nobody cares where to find you it's fine no. you're not even on social <laughs> media you're like uh you're no. too cool yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, Eric. Come on. You work for like a. He's you like are, the, are, the
2: killer. Spoiler alert! In Fresh, it's like Sebastian said. Like, he's gonna just meet a person that's gonna <laughs> be like, "You have no footprint online. You're no." <laughs>
0: okay. Well, you can. You never have the option of doing that if you haven't stayed off the internet. So he figures, why not be safe? You know, I don't know goes. where I'm gonna be in five years.
2: It's what a lizard person would do. <laughs>
3: I'll true. jump I'm gonna jump in here, Eric, just to say you can find me on Instagram, cinema.formage.
0: Love it. I post
3: I post art under my art name, C Fromage,
0: so come hang out. And you have a you have a red bubble store, right?
3: <laughs> I do. I don't know the address, but there's a yeah, link Linktree slash cinema fromage you can go to and it'll get you
0: there. Love it. All right, fam. We don't know what we're doing next week. But we'll get there soon. Shout out to our homegirl, Caitlin. We hope you feel better soon. We love you. We love you. Thank you, Thank you to Elizabeth and Matilda for joining us tonight. Thanks and to us. Um, Thank you. we will talk to you very soon. See you.
1: Bye, y'all.
3: Bye-bye.